Hi friends, if you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life, we must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness because playing small doesn't serve anyone. Hi, listeners. I'm excited for today's conversation with Jennifer McDaniels. She's a mom of four and professional organizer. Can't wait to share this chat with all of you. Let's dive in. But first, I want to remind you that if you enjoy any of my episodes, show me some love. Leave me a good rating and subscribe. This is how podcasting works, my friends. And to my loyal listeners, I'm sending a big hug of appreciation. I read your comments. Thank you for your support. Now, let's start today's show. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Evelyn. Nice having you here. So tell us, tell the um, listeners a little bit about you. So I am a mom of four. My parents had seven kids. I'm the second oldest. So that started me out feeling like um, organization was a big deal for moms. And I have been married since I was 19. So been married a long time. Still love him. He's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's good. To, that's good to know that you can be married all those years and still like your guy. Yes. It's so rare. I think nowadays he's a wonderful person. So he's a keeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. Tell us a little bit about what made you decide to become a professional organizer? Was it always an interest of yours or was it something that you, something that you were pulled to do forever? I feel like it was always something that just came kind of naturally to me. Like I just saw that something could work better if it was in a different place or that if you put things together or group like things made the cooking easier or getting ready in the morning or getting your kids ready so much less time consuming and less stressful. So I think it's kind of always been something I've enjoyed. And also Um, since you had probably since you had such a big household, right? If things weren't organized, how could you even manage to find things? Yes, that it made such a big deal. It's such a big difference. And for a long time, my mom was very organized and then she started working. She had so many kids and people would bring us hand-me-downs or something. And she would get like six garbage bags full of clothing, like brand newish, really nice clothing. And she would have to go through it. And it was just such a blessing, but it just makes so much, it can be overwhelming when you already have so much to do. And seeing how that was a struggle for her made it something that I wanted to make sure that I could help other people with because I understand it a little better now and that it's not necessarily something that you need. True. So important to find the things that you love and live surrounded by the things you love. That's such a biggie for me. Not that I'm a minimalist. I could never be a minimalist, actually, because I love to shop and I like changing my home environment and styling it differently. But just having things that you need and use as opposed to an abundance of things that we don't even use, right? Yes. If you're not using it, someone else might be so just looking, searching for that specific type of thing. So I always would prefer to let it be used by someone somewhere rather than sitting in my closet, not being touched. True. Donating is such a biggie, right? Yes. You can, I mean, selling, whatever, but donating, I love to help others and help needy people and 
anyone that I know that has a need, I love to find a way to fill it if I'm able. Jennifer, tell us how has motherhood influenced your choice in business? Motherhood has really influenced my choice to be a professional organizer because I've seen so many moms struggle and just feel so defeated by the state of their home and all the to-dos on their list. And it just, you know, laundry, it seems like every kid you add adds another two weeks of laundry to do. It can be so overwhelming. I hate to see people struggling like that. So when I see someone or hear someone, it just breaks my heart and I want to go and help them in whatever way it is in their home or simplifying their style or something. Like I just love doing that. So it's really being a mom has really helped me to understand the household and how having multiple people in the home affects the functionality of each space so much different. Dive into that a little more. Tell the listeners as moms, what are the three or or five things that they can do to maintain an organized home? So the number one thing that I would say is if something doesn't have a space, you need to figure out if you really need that item or if you can do without it. And if it is really important, you need to find a place that you can keep it because keeping things on the floor is such a negative feeling in the home for everyone. Even visitors feel the negative feelings of anything that's on the floor. I'm not talking about a cute decorative basket to hold your blankets. That's fine. But putting something on the floor that doesn't really belong on the floor, it just brings this the negative energy into the space. And so finding a place to keep things, if it's important, if you have things that are really special to you, like heirlooms or something, find a unique way to use them. You don't have to keep the entire set of china from your grandmother. You could maybe use just the teacup as a flower scoop or um, the saucer as your little soap plate or something. You can be creative. They don't have to have the whole set of something to still get the feeling of keeping special items. And the other thing is minimalizing, like minimizing your wardrobe to make it simple. If you have a large wardrobe, maybe section it out like by your month. So this month, I'm only going to wear these clothes. This is my wardrobe for this month. For kids, I like to keep two weeks or less of laundry, like two of their wardrobe. That's all they have, about two weeks worth of clothing. And then it doesn't get overwhelming. You don't get backed up on laundry if that's all you have. Your kids' closets are empty. It's obvious that you have to do some laundry. Then you don't have a month's worth of laundry piled up in your laundry room like I've done before. That's such a good point. My husband actually has a system where he has a certain number of socks and underwear. And he knows that he has if he has two left, it's time for laundry to be done. So I'm going to use that for, I don't think I can use it for me. I must confess. <laughs> We're going to stay in the same size for a longer time. We have a little bit more freedom to have more items, but just making sure you keep it simple enough that it doesn't overwhelm you with laundry. I have an an episode coming about curating your closet and having classic pieces and using them in multiple ways. So that sounds fine. Those are good points. Um, How do you manage stress, Jennifer, being a mom? Oh my goodness. With all the hats you play. There are so many different ways that I manage stress. I created this little list of the categories of chaos 
And this, I created this when my sister's three little ones were living with me for two months. So I had six little kids. This was before I had my baby. Six little kids living with me for two months. She was in the hospital. She was very sick. So they moved in with me and it was such a fun time. And it was such a blessing to be able to do this. But I created these, like I figured out the things that stressed me. Like what were my stressors? Number one, food mess. Two, yes, other mess, like toys, pillows on the floor, other mess, lots of movement and noise, loud noises. Oh, those two are good. I only have one, but she moves a lot. She's very active and noisy. We have a, not a terribly loud household, but we're pretty verbal. So how do you manage those? <laughs> Tell me about so, that. Well, I just decided like when I had so many kids, I realized that those things were triggers for me and I could handle two of them. Fine. No problem. Three, I'm starting to get kind of stressed and then the all four of them together. And I'm like, all right, that's it. Party's over. Time to fix this mess. Like, let's get this taken care of because I'm going to like start yelling or something, <laughs> lose my temper or just get angry faster. When there's that much stress in the house, it's hard to manage your emotions. So the things that I've started to do for stress for myself, because like I said, I often have lots of little kids, not just my four, but extras as well. So I will play some fun music that really helps to lighten the mood a little bit. Tidying up, definitely like pick up the stuff that's on the floor or put the food away that we're finished with. That helps. For me, I often will just leave the house. Take the kids. Okay. I can't handle this right now. Everyone's in a cranky mood. Let's just go to the store. So we'll just go roll through Target for a little bit or something. Grab a Starbucks. Just get a breath away from the house, away from the mess and the stress, and then go back and take care of it. And usually that fixes everybody's mood so that everybody's ready to pitch in and fix the stuff at the house after an hour away from the house. I will play a fun game with the kids, like a tickle fight, or I use my kitchen cleaner spray bottle without the chemicals. I just put some water in it, use the jet stream and I'll spray them just as a, a silly little gotcha. <laughs> I've done that. That's so much fun. Oh, and they love it. it is. Just have some fun. That really lightens the mood for the stress, changes my stress level a lot. Yes, those are good points. Those are good ones. Um, tell me, what are the things that you believe moms should have in their schedule to maintain a peace of mind and peaceful home? What do you suggest? For a mom, it's so important. It's so easy for a mom to forget to eat something nutritious. Like we just are so busy, especially when we have multiple kids. So one of the top things that you need to do as a mom is make sure you eat nutritious food, not just your toddler's leftovers, something really nutritious and substantial that's going to give you the energy and the physical balance that you need nutritionally. Hangry moms are not happy families. Like you need to eat something good, not not just a cracker. You need something good. <laughs> you will get hangry. <laughs> yeah. Never a good thing. Something else I really feel like is important and so easy for moms to skip. We stop wearing cute clothes. We just wear whatever because we're just doing mom stuff and who cares, but it changes the way you feel about yourself. Put on some cute clothes, do your hair and makeup, just, you know, a little bit of something and wear cute clothes a couple of times a week. Don't just wear your basic stuff. Don't wear pajamas all day. Don't stay in your workout 
workout clothes, put on something cute. Even if it's just for an hour, it makes a difference in how you feel about yourself. Totally agree with that. And then something else I love to do is to reward myself. Like if I've managed to keep up with something, I reward myself like a Starbucks tea or taking some time in the bathroom to paint my nails or something. Like it doesn't have to be anything costly. It just a little something to make you feel special. Yes, I love it. Tell me a day in your life. Run by me a a morning. I just thought of this question. I'm getting up and this is how an organized professional organizer does it. I want to get some. Oh my goodness. It's been a little crazy with COVID, but we'll, we'll go with this. (laughs) See, my husband goes to work typically around six. Sometimes he goes 530 AM. He leaves for work. So that leaves me to do all of the morning routines for the kids. My boys usually are awake between 630 and seven. So I wake up by six o'clock, get myself dressed and ready. And I am a full makeup girl. So I do the the works. Like I dress cute every day. I do my hair and my makeup every day. That's just me. Not everybody does that. And it's not important to everyone, but for me, that's what I need to feel motivated to get through my day. I do that. I have my devotions. I have my scriptures playing on the Bible app while I'm getting ready so that I'm focusing my mind as well. And then my six-year-old has to be at school at 7.15. So I get him ready. He really, he eats breakfast at school every day just because it's preferred for him. And it's just easier for everyone. I typically drive him. So I'll take him to school and then, and I have a 13-year-old. So I leave the rest of them at home. She can watch them. They're usually still asleep when I get back. It's only like 30 minutes I'm gone. Come back, wake everybody up, get everybody ready. And then take my daughter to school at she has to be there just before nine it's like 8 55 so I come in and I do the kitchen cleanup and wipe stuff down make sure the dogs are taken care of and then get the two other ones off to the babysitter and then I go and visit my clients and sometimes I'm there most of the day and other times I'm only there for a few hours and then come home and do the evening rush routine but that's my morning I think once you have a a routine even though we need to be flexible with our routines, but it helps the day flow so much better. And you have time management when you have a certain routine, correct? Oh, it really does make a difference. I started doing a, a block schedule for my 11-year-old that's homeschooled. He's homeschooled at the babysitters when I'm working, but the other days we do a block schedule. So he has his list of everything he has to have done by 8.30. He typically takes care of the dogs, but it's like get dressed, do the tidy his room and the bathroom. It's really about 20 minutes worth of work (laughs) that he has to do before he leaves the house. And having a larger block of time to get his responsibilities done makes it so that he doesn't feel overwhelmed with everything that he has to do. That's been really helpful for him. And then from three to 5.30, he's able to play. And at 5.30, we have activities that they do. Yeah. So important to have the time to sort of decompress and stay away from, from everything that requires you to be structured. Like that silly time for kids is important. Otherwise they become very cranky. 
Yes. <laughs> um, what is your biggest challenge, either as a business owner or as a mom? The struggle is maintaining the cleaning schedule. A tidying is fine, but the actual cleaning, like getting be- scrubbing the shower walls and dusting and things like that, that has been a really big struggle to maintain while I'm working and with all the kids home. All they've been home so much over the last year that it's just been really difficult to keep up with that. The daily messes are just so consuming of time. I have a toddler, so it just, they're very messy. Do you have them help you organize or because you're the organizing queen, you get to do it because you have a certain way of doing it and you'd rather do it. How does that work in your home? I've set up systems for them that they can maintain. That's been the key for me because I can't do everything for everybody. There's six people in my house. That's just too much for anybody to take care of by themselves. So they have to help out in some ways they do really well. They're, they're able to put their clothes away. We don't do dressers for my kids because dressers just seem to be full of, they would have trash and papers and um, schoolwork and books and toys shoved in with their shirts. And then the pajamas would be wadded up underneath the shirts in the back and nobody could find any pajamas. And oh, so we do a cube system for the boys. Um, They share closet. We just use it like a shelf. Um, So they have their pants on one shelf, pajamas on another, and we do a little basket for their socks and a little basket for their underwear. And then all of their tops are hanging and they can put their clothes away all by themselves from about two years old on. Perfect. Love it. Moms listening. That's a good system. However you do it, if it's easier for the kids to fold and put away, they're more likely to do it because it's not, it's not complicated. That's great. So I always like finishing the conversation with a couple of rapid questions. Tell me what is happiness to you? Happiness is enjoying the environment that you're in without feeling stressed or like you have a to-do list. That's happiness. Joy who you're with and what you're doing, no matter where it is. Yes. The world needs more of love and forgiveness. Yes. I would like to be remembered for helping others and being a good influence. Fantastic, Jennifer. So excited. This was really lovely. Thank you for spending your time and giving us all those wonderful tools to organize our lives a little better. Tell the audience a little bit more about where we can find you and how we can follow you and support you. Well, I am updating my website. I'm revamping it because I'm having my sister join me on our podcast. We are still working on it. So we'll update this um, as it becomes possible. But right now I'm at J McDanster Organizing. And I have Facebook and Instagram and I have a website. It is really long. So we'll just share the link. (laughs) Okay. Yes. I will share that with the listeners. It's so fun. Oh, lovely meeting you and getting to know you more. Yes, you too. Thank you, Evelyn, for having me on. This was wonderful. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Jennifer. I want you to be on the lookout for my show on Closet Editing next week where I share my easy system in curating my closet and the essential items we all need to have a great wardrobe. Thanks again for listening. See you soon.